Hello, this is Minister Glenn Burrell with Seed of Faith Clinic Podcast, where the Word of God is able to save your soul. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a word of edification from the Word of God. Well, praise the Lord. Well, today we want to talk on the subject of living by faith in the written Word of God. And throughout this message, I'd like to expound and express uh, the written word of God, emphasizes on the written word of God, because it's the written word of God in this dispensation and time that we have to live by. And God is expecting us to live by faith in his written word. You know, Jesus, when he came and he walked this earth, The word was on the inside of him because he was the word. And then at that time, they didn't have a Bible. They didn't have the written word like we do today in this dispensation and time. We're living in a different dispensation and time than they did when Jesus walked this earth. But they had him physically with them. Delivering the word of God unto those people. Hallelujah. But today, because he's gone back to heaven and seated at the right hand side of God. He left us the written word. And the written word was inspired by men and uh, prophets of uh, apostles to write the, the, the written word. That God wanted us to have here in this earth. And that written word for us today is the purpose for us to live by in this earth. Because when we get to heaven, hallelujah, we won't need a written word. When we get to heaven, we'll be in the presence of God. We'll be in the presence of Jesus. Hallelujah. Where the word began is with God. That's where we'll be. But while we're here in this earth, we need to abide, we need to live by, we need to obey, and we need to walk by faith in the written word of God. And that's his Bible. Amen. And we should give honor to his Bible. We should give honor to his written word so that we can profit and increase And live according to the kingdom of God. Amen. But I want to use. As I take scripture today. And we'll be looking at quite a few scriptures. Hallelujah. From the word of God. Concerning the written word of God. And concerning this message. And my my goal is to to edify. To comfort. And exhort uh, the hearers. That hear this message. So that uh, it would encourage them, hallelujah, to focus their faith in the written word of God. So let's look at John, the first chapter, in the first verse. And it says, in the beginning, reading out of the Amplified Bible, it says, in the beginning, the word already existed. Talking about Jesus. Because to understand this, that Jesus is the living word of God. And I want us to understand also that 
the written word of God is his living word of God in this dispensation and time. Amen. But it say in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. Hallelujah. Verse two. He existed in the beginning. That's Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, our Savior. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him. God created everything through Jesus. And nothing was created except through him. Hallelujah. Nothing, nothing, nothing was created except it went through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. The word of God. So we can't take credit. For anything that exists in this earth saying that we made it, we came up with it. Uh, it was my idea. No, all your good ideas to cause things to be manifested in this earth came through Christ Jesus. Without Christ Jesus and without the Holy Spirit, we wouldn't have the ability to create. Hallelujah, and to make things for our use in this earth. Amen. Well, praise God. But it says God created everything through Jesus, and nothing was created except through Jesus. Hallelujah. And that word, that word of God, that written word of God today, the word gave life to everything that was created. There is no life outside of God. So if you're trying to live a life outside of God and not believe in God, not believe in Jesus, not believe in his word, not believe in the Holy Spirit, then you're spiritually dead. Hallelujah. Not only will you eventually physically die, but you're living a spiritually dead life here in this earth. So if you want to be connected to real life, if you want to be connected to eternal life, then you have to accept Jesus Christ, the word of God, as your Savior. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. How do we get to Christ? Glory to God. We get to and through the word of God. We get to and through the written word of God. Believe in his word. Understanding his word, perceiving his word, conceiving his word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus is alive today. He's alive and well, and he wants to live inside of us. He wants his word, his written word, to abide on the inside of us. Because his written word, hallelujah, in the kingdom of God, is his constitution for us to live by. Just as the U.S. have a constitution, the kingdom of God has a constitution. And we are citizens in that kingdom. Glory to God. And God, hallelujah, has an obligation to take care of his people. He has an obligation to take care of his children when we believe, when we abide in his word. Because when we abide in his written word, glory to God, he abide in us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He said the word gave, verse 4, the word gave life to everything that was created. And his life brought light to everyone. 
Hallelujah. Understand that without Christ Jesus, without the word of God, you're walking in darkness. You're just groping in the dark. Hallelujah. Trying to feel your way through. But God don't want you to be feeling your way through. God wants you to have faith. Hallelujah. To walk in the light of his word. Hallelujah. Because his light and the light of his word will always overpower darkness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We had a victory. We had a victory through the written word of God. I say we have the victory through the written word of God. Because that light in verse 5, it said the light shines in, in the darkness. And the darkness, hallelujah, and the, and the darkness, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish the light of God. Hallelujah. So I want to say it another way. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Darkness, hallelujah, can never extinguish the written word of God when we apply it to our lives by faith. Because the written word of God has been written, hallelujah, on the pages of the Bible, but in order for that living word that's on that page to become alive on the inside of us, we have to receive that word. We have to hear that word. Glory to God. We have to believe that word. Glory to God. We have to conceive that word. Hallelujah. We have to perceive that word. We have to understand, hallelujah, what the written word of God has provided for us. All of his promises, hallelujah, uh, yea and amen. And all of his promises are in that written word of God. So if you want to prosper in life, get in the Bible. If you want to prosper in life, get in God's word, his written word. Amen. Because that's what I want to emphasize today. I want to emphasize his written word for us in this dispensation and time. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because God wants us to live by faith in his written word. Glory to God. Because I want us to understand that Jesus has done all he's going to do. Glory to God. He's not in this earth. He's seated at the right-hand side of God. Glory to God. He sent the Holy Spirit to live in this earth with us and abide in this earth with us. Glory to God to empower us to live right, to empower us to walk right, to empower us to talk right. Glory to God. Hallelujah. To empower us to worship God. Glory to God. You want to worship God? Get in his word. Glory to God. God gets glory. Out of us. Hallelujah. Partaking of his word. I say he gets glory out of us for by partaking in his word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's look at another scripture. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 4.13. And we'll be reading out of the American Standard Version. Glory to God. It said in verse 13. But having the same spirit of faith. Glory to God. We all had the same spirit of faith as believers. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. As believers, we have the same spirit of faith according to that which is written. According to that which is written. His written word. Glory to God. Emphasis on his written word. 
The scripture went on to say, I believed. And therefore I speak. Glory to God. It goes back to your faith again. Faith has to have a voice. Hallelujah. And you have to believe in your heart in order for your faith to be effective. Hallelujah. Through the word of God. Glory to God, because God given us, He gave us the ability to believe. He gave us the ability to speak. But what we have to do is put the word of God in our heart and in our mouth. Glory to God. I say put the word of God in your heart and in your mouth. Put the word of God in your heart and in your mouth, that living word. Because the written word of God comes alive on the inside of your heart. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Your heart, your heart, your heart. That's where you believe. Your mouth, your mouth is where you speak the word of God. Glory to God. You just can't be speaking anything. Hallelujah. And expect to prosper in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. You just can't be saying just anything. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He said, I believe and therefore I speak. We also believe and therefore also we speak. Glory to God. Verse 14, knowing, knowing, knowing. See, we have to know. Glory to God. I said, we have to know. Glory to God. Knowing that he that raised up the Lord Jesus, hallelujah, shall raise us up also with Jesus. And shall present us with him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He's already sprinkled the blood on the mercy seat. Hallelujah. But it's going to come the time when he presents us before God. Hey, and say, this is, this is, these are the ones that I died for. These are the ones that I shedded my blood for. These are the ones that I sacrificed my body for. Glory to God. These are the ones that I went into the pits of hell for. To take away the keys. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take away the authority of death and hell. These are the ones that he's going to present to God. We're the ones. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You better be among those that he present when that time comes. Because he's going to present us before God. Hallelujah. Glory to God is pure and clean. Hallelujah. Without a spot or wrinkle. That's how he's going to present us before God. Because the blood of Jesus is already, glory to God, been sprinkled on the mercy seat on our behalf. Let's look at 2 Timothy 3.16. Hallelujah. We'll look at it. We'll read out of the NLT. Hallelujah. The New Living Translation. It says, uh, verse 16, all scripture, all of the written word of God is inspired by God. The written word, hallelujah, was given to us by God and it was inspired by God. So the Bible that you have on your table, on your shelf, hallelujah. Glory to God. It's not just a book. Glory to God. That's your life source. I say the Bible that you have on that dresser, uh, wherever you keep your Bible, on your bedside, wherever you keep it, that's your life source. 
That's your lifeline that connects you to the kingdom of God. Is the word of God. Hallelujah. God expects us to come to him through his word. That's why he wants us to put his word in our heart, that written word, and then speak it out of our mouth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But he said all scripture, all scripture, every word, every written word in the Bible was inspired by God. Glory to God. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful. Glory to God. God wants us to use his word because his word is useful to teach. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God to teach his word. That's why God set the fivefold ministry in place. He set the fivefold ministry in place so we can be taught the word of God. Glory to God under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We understand that the Holy Spirit is the teacher. Hallelujah. But he anointed us to deliver. Glory to God. He anoint the pastor to teach the congregation. He anoint the evangelist to teach, to teach believers. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word of God was inspired by God. The written word. And it's useful to teach us what is true. The word of God is truth. Glory to God. I say the word of God is truth. And to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. Glory to God. God is not out to hurt us. God is not out to punish us. Glory to God. Jesus took all the punishment. The punishment has been paid for. All we have to do is receive what God's word has produced for us. All we have to do is receive what Jesus did for us on Calvary. All we have to do is receive his promises and walk by faith in his promises. Glory to God. But he said he, he said uh, to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The word of God will point out what's wrong in our lives. But it's up to us to receive the correction that God is, is sending us that, that, that the word has pointed out that is wrong in our lives. Hallelujah. What does the word corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what's right? When we submit ourselves to the written word of God, the written word of God will correct us when we're wrong. That's all God want to do. He want to correct you. Hallelujah. He want to correct you so that you can have better. He want to correct you so that you can live better. Glory to God. And I, I, I want to say, uh, make this statement. You have to understand what you attack, you'll never attract. Glory to God. I'm going to say that again. I say what you attack, you will never attract. Glory to God. And that's why it's so important that, 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 that the prosperity message, we as believers, we need to take our mouths off of that prosperity message. We need to quit bad-mouthing the prosperity message. Glory to God. Because what you attack, you'll never attract. Glory to God. You'll always be living by the sweat of your brow, struggling, 
hallelujah, trying to make it from payday to payday. Because your mouth, hallelujah, is keeping you from the supernatural provision of God. Hallelujah. No, God wants you to live, hallelujah, above your job. Glory to God, because he can provide for you above your job. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'll say that again. I said God wants us to live above our job. Hallelujah. Because your job is limited. The resources of your job is limited. But God is unlimited. Glory to God. He said he's able to do exceeding, abundant, above what we can even ask or think. Glory to God. You, you, you can't even think bigger than God. You can't even ask bigger. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can't even ask big enough. Hallelujah. Because God is too big for your little puny. Hallelujah. Mindset. Glory to God is our mindset that needs to be changed. Glory to God in the word, the written word of God will change your mindset. The written word of God will cause you to think like God. The written word of God will cause you to act like God. The written word of God will cause you to talk like God. When you get it inside of you, glory to God, the written word of God will, will cause you to walk like God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. But the word, the written word, he said, uh, it'll correct us when we're wrong. And it teaches us to do right. Glory to God. Verse 17. God uses it, his word, talking, still talking about his written word. God uses it, the written word, to prepare and to equip his people to do every good work. I want to expound on something at this point. Hallelujah. Stop getting mad at the pastor when he can't be everywhere you want him to be. Glory to God. His job is to, is to teach you and to equip you. Glory to God to go out so we as believers can do the work. Hallelujah. God is not expecting the pastor to do all the work. You get mad when he can't be, hallelujah, at the hospital when you need him. You get mad when uh, something go wrong in your life and you can't get him on the phone. You get mad, hallelujah, hallelujah, glory to God. Uh, when you lose a loved one and he can't be there at the very moment you need him to be there. That's why God gave you faith in his written word. That's why he gave you his written word. Hallelujah. So you can apply your faith and put your faith to work to bring comfort to your heart, to bring comfort to your soul. Glory to God. Yeah, uh, he can come every, when he has time to come see you, to talk to you, to visit you. But glory to God, that's why he equipped the saints. So, so those that are uh, anointed to do those things can come and, and visit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We'll go on. I say we'll go on. Let's look at Romans 116. 
We're talking about the written word of God. He said, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel. That's the good news. God has given us the good news through Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus is the good news. Hallelujah. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power. Glory to God. The written word of God is the power. I say the written word of God that you have on your shelf. Hallelujah is the power of God for salvation. Well, I want you to understand salvation is not just you getting saved and accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior and going, dying and going to heaven. No, no, no. Salvation is all inclusive. Glory to God. Salvation, when Jesus died for us to receive salvation, glory to God, he died for the whole man, spirit, soul, and body. So every part of you, every part of your being, every part of your body, glory to God, every part of your soul, hallelujah, Jesus paid the price so we could be saved. The whole man could be saved, not just that you get saved and go to heaven, because the salvation is all inclusive. It includes every part of man. But it says, for it is the power of God. See, we need God's power in our lives. How do we get God's power in our lives? Hallelujah. Through his written word. Glory to God. Where does the power come from? The Holy Spirit. So when we put the word of God in our heart and we believe the word of God and we begin to confess it out of our mouth, the Holy Spirit wraps his arms around those words. He wraps himself in that word. Glory to God to release the power of God in our lives as we believe it and speak it by faith. Glory to God. Because he said, for it is the power of God for it for salvation to everyone who believes. Glory to God. Not just the Jews. Glory to God. But it's for everyone that accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. Glory to God and believe on his death, burial, and resurrection. Hallelujah. Glory to God, his death, burial, and resurrection. He's seated at the right-hand side of God. Glory to God. That's why he sent the Holy Spirit to carry on the work. He sent the Holy, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So that the power of God could be in this earth and be released on the inside of us by the Holy Spirit abiding on the inside of us. Yeah, you still there? You still with me? Hallelujah. And don't shout me down because I'm teaching real good now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But it's the power. It's God's power. The written word is God's power that lives and abides on the inside of us when we receive his written word. Glory to God. Emphasis on his written word in this dispensation and time. Let's look at verse 17. For in it, for in the word of God, in the written word of God, the righteousness of God is revealed. I say in the written word of God, the righteousness of God is revealed. Hallelujah. It's, it's revealed through the written word of God. God speaks through his word, his written word. Glory to God. If you want God to speak to you, Get in his written word. Hallelujah. God talked to you through his written word. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For in it, for in the written word of God, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written. As it is written. But the righteous man shall live by faith. Glory to God. I want you to understand that you can't go nowhere in the Bible without faith being the foundation, hallelujah, of what you're reading and what you're hearing. Faith is the foundation of the written word of God on our behalf. If you don't go to the written word of God with faith, you won't receive properly from the written word of God because if you go without faith, you don't believe it. Hallelujah. If you go without faith, you're in doubt. Hallelujah. So you had to go to the written word of God with the foundation of your faith. Hallelujah. Let's look at Matthew 4, 3 in the Amplified Bible. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 3. And the tempter came and said to him, talking to Jesus, glory to God. That's when Jesus was taken up in the mountain for those 40 days. It said, and the tempter came and said to him, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become bread. Verse four, but Jesus replied. And so I want to emphasize the written word of God because when the devil is, is, is trying to test your faith, when the devil is trying to bring situations and circumstances into your life, we got to do the same thing that Jesus did. Glory to God. He said it is written. Where was it written? It was written in his heart. Glory to God. The word of God. God wants to write the word of God on your heart. As you receive it off those pages in your Bible. They say, if you are the son of God. Command these stones to become bread. Verse four, Jesus replied. It is written. That's the way we have to do. That's where we have to put our mouth to work and say it is written. What is written? The word of God. It is written and forever remains written. The word of God is never going anywhere. The word of God will never lose its power. Glory to God. The written word is living. Hallelujah. On the pages of your Bible. Crying out. To move into your heart. Hallelujah. Talking about the written word. But this this is what Jesus told the devil. Man shall not live by bread alone. It's a sad day when you got an individual that's trying to live without God. An individual trying to live without uh, the written word of God. It's a sad day. Glory to God. There's no good success outside of the written word of God. 
There's no prosperity, real prosperity outside the written word of God. Yeah, you may think you're prospering because you have a good job and you're making a little money, but I want you to understand you'll never rise above, hallelujah, your paycheck. I'm going to say that again. If you're depending on yourself and not the written word of God to cause you to have success and prosper, you'll never Hallelujah. Rise above the sweat of your brow. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But Jesus said, this is what he said to him. He said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. See, God spoke. Hallelujah. And he's expecting us to speak. Glory to God spoke his word. And he's expecting us to speak his word. Hallelujah. By faith. In Jesus' name. But to go on, hallelujah, we want to look at four purposes of God's written word. Hallelujah. Number one, we want to look at the written word of God is profitable. That's the word I want to stand, want to stand out. That the written word of God is profitable to believers. Glory to God from receiving his instructions, from receiving the written word of God. The written word of God is profitable in your life. When you apply the word of God in your life by faith, hallelujah, you begin to profit from that word. Hallelujah. What it means to profit. What, what does profitable mean? It's the quality of affording gain or benefit. And, and let's look at some synonyms of the word profitable. And we said favorableness, profitableness, gainfulness, advantageousness, positivity, hallelujah, and lucrativeness. Hallelujah. God's word will cause you to be lucrative. Hallelujah. God's word produces favor. And God's word will cause favor to work in your life. God's word will cause you to gain. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God's word will cause you to have the advantage. Hallelujah. Over this world system. I said God's word will cause you to have the advantage over this world system. Hallelujah. Because this world system wasn't designed for us to get ahead. This world system was to keep us, hallelujah, is designed to keep us oppressed. But the written word of God, hallelujah, will overpower oppression of the world system when we apply the word of God in our life because it will profit us. Because the word of God is profitable. Hallelujah. The word of God is advantageous. Hallelujah. It gives us the advantage. Glory to God. And, I, and I'll say this as well. The church need to wake up. Glory to God. I'll say that again. I say the church need to wake up out of their sleep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because we are the ones, the believers in, in God's kingdom. And God's kingdom is supposed to be dominating in this earth. But because the church is asleep, glory to God, the world system, hallelujah, is dominating the church. But we, we how how do we how do we 
How do we begin to dominate the world system? How do we become advantageous in this world system, in this earth? Glory to God. You got to come out behind the four walls. Hallelujah. Once you are taught, equipped, and trained, you got to come out behind the four walls. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because the, the, the people outside the four walls, glory to God, they're not running to the church. Glory to God. But waiting, God is waiting on us to run to them. Hallelujah. With his written word. Glory to God. We need to wake up out of our sleep. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Let's look at 3 John 1, verse 2. In the Amplified Bible. It said, Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically. Just as I, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. Verse 3. For I was greatly pleased when some of the brothers came from time to time and testified to your faithfulness to the truth, to the written word of God, of the gospel message. Hallelujah. That's what we preach, the gospel message, the good news. That, that, that is how you are walking in truth. Glory to God is through the written word of God. That's how we walk in the truth. Glory to God. By, by, the, by the help of the Holy Spirit. He said, verse 4, I have no greater joy than this. To hear that my spiritual children are living their lives in the truth. The written word of God. Living their lives in the written word of God. Luke 9.25 in the Amplified Bible. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world? Wealth, fame, and success. And loses or forfeits himself. That's a sad day. Glory to God. I say that's a sad day. You gain the whole world. Glory to God. Understand that when, when we leave this earth, when we transition from this earth, glory to God, no matter how rich you were, no matter how successful you were in having things, none of those things will go with you. So therefore, I want to say to you, there's nothing that God created we own. Glory to God. We don't own it. He has given it to us to use. So we have to manage what God has provided, provided for us in his earth to use. Because God is the owner of everything. Glory to God. We just the managers. We manage what he has provided. And I want to say this. Glory to God. God will only release in your life. What you are able to manage. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's move on. But God wants to profit us. He wants us to be profitable through his written word. Let's look at number two. The written word of God is for conviction of sin. Hallelujah. God is not trying to beat you down. God is not waiting to, when you mess up, to hit you over across the head. All he wants his word to do, his written word to do, is to correct us. 
is to convict us so that we'll know that we're wrong. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's, it's meant to convince us of our errors. It's meant to convince us of our sinfulness. Hallelujah. That's what the word of God will. That's why the word of God, the written word of God convicts us. He just want to point out that we're going down the wrong road. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's all he's doing. He's not out to hurt you. He's not out to hinder you. He's not out to beat you upside the head because you messed up. Glory to God. First John 1 John 1.9 says, if you confess your sins, he's faithful. And just to forgive you of all your sins. Glory to God. That's what God want to do. He's a merciful God. He's a compassionate God. Hallelujah. He's a God of love. Glory to God. And he just want his children to live right. Hallelujah. So that's why he point out our errors. That's why uh, conviction come in our hearts. Glory to God. If you don't have no conviction, then you ain't doing nothing wrong. Let's look at John 16, 7, verse 7, out of the, um, the AVS. It said, but I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. See, Jesus, go, he's gone. He's gone away out of this earth. For if I do not go away, the helper, who is the helper? The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. He's your helper. He's called alongside to help you. Glory to God. So you can always depend on the Holy Spirit when you reach out by faith that he'll always help you in any area of your life. The helper, the comforter. He's the comforter. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit will comfort you. Glory. Hallelujah. He's he's the advocate. Glory to God. He'll advocate for you. Glory to God. He's the go between. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He'll be your lawyer. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He'll advocate for you. He's an intercessor. He's the go-between. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's the go-between. He's the intercessor. He's a, he, he, he's intercessing for you. Glory to God. He's a counselor. Glory to God. When you need counseling, the Holy Spirit will counsel you. He's a strengthener. Hallelujah. He'll give you strength when you're weak. He's a standby. Glory to God. He's just standing by waiting on you to call on him to help you. Glory to God. So call on the Holy Spirit. Call on the Holy Spirit to help you. Because Jesus is gone to see that to be seated. He's seated at the right hand side of God. But the Holy Spirit is here. Glory to God. Because remember what I said in the top beginning of the scripture? I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. Glory to God. That's Jesus talking about himself, that he go away. Hallelujah. But if I don't go away, the helper, the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener, the standby will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him, the Holy Spirit, to you to be in close fellowship with you. Verse 8, and he, when he comes, hallelujah, will convict the world about their guilt of sin, glory to God, and the need for salvation, 
and about righteousness. Glory to God. You are, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and about judgment. Hallelujah. We need to judge ourselves. And if we judge ourselves, then God won't have to judge us. Hallelujah in this earth. Hallelujah. I say in this earth. Verse 9. About sin and the truth, true nature of it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because they do not believe in me and my message. Verse 10. About righteousness, personal integrity, and godly character. Oh, that's important. Hallelujah. Personal integrity and godly character. Because I'm going to my Father and you will no longer see me. Glory to God. That's Jesus talking about himself now. Because he knew that he was going to be seated at the right hand side of God. Because at one point he told his disciples, after this, don't, don't you ask me nothing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You go to my father and ask him in my name. Glory to God in Jesus name. So I want you to understand that whatever you need. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Just write the check. How do you write the check? Believing and confessing. Hallelujah. Glory to God and making your request known to God boldly. And guess what? When you write the check, Jesus will sign it. Hallelujah. And when he signed it, the check is sealed in Jesus' name. That means you will receive, hallelujah, when you believe what you ask for. Verse 11, about judgment, the certainty of it. Because the ruler, the devil, of this world, Satan, has been judged and condemned. He already been judged. He already been defeated. Hallelujah. He's already sinners and condemned. Glory to God. So therefore, we need to know that the devil is under our feet. I say he's under our feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And scripture went on to say, on the contrary, we confirm and establish and uphold the law. Since it convicts us all of sin, nobody is left out, pointing to the need for salvation. Glory to God. Let's look at 1 John 3.18 in the NLT. He said, dear, dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Your faith has to work by love. Let us show the truth, truth by our actions. Glory to God. You got to show people you love them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 19. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth. So we will be confident when we stand before God. Verse 20. Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings. And he knows everything. God knows everything about you. Hallelujah. Verse 21, dear friends, if we do not feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence. Hallelujah. Confess your sins and faults and go before God boldly. Hallelujah. And we will receive from him whatever we ask 
because we obey him and do the things that pleases him. Hallelujah. And let's look at the last one, number four. Glory to God and we'll close. Number four, the written word of God is for training. I say the written word of God is for training. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Let's go back. We, we missed one. We, we, we got to go back to number three. Hallelujah. Number three. The word of God is for correction. Hallelujah. I say the word of God is for correction. It corrects our errors and, 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 and it brings restoration. Hallelujah. Correction. Correct our errors and bring restoration to our lives. Let's look at, is, uh, let's look at uh, the definition of correction. It's to alter or adjust so as to bring to some standard or required condition. Glory to God, the written word of God will amend our lives. Glory to God, the written word of God will restore our lives. Hallelujah. It'll restore our lifestyle so that we can live like God, act like God, talk like God. That's what the written word does when it corrects us. It restores us to a lifestyle according to his written word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's look at 2 Timothy 3.16 in the Amplified Bible. Hallelujah. I'm going to read that again. All scripture is God-breathed, given by divine inspiration, and is profitable for instructions, for conviction of sin, for correction of error and restoration to obedience. Hallelujah. For training, which would be the next one, for training in righteousness, learning to live in conformity to God's will, which is his written word. That's his will, both publicly and privately. Glory to God. I say both publicly and privately. Glory to God. You always got to do the word of God, whether you're in public or whether you're in private. Hallelujah. When ain't nobody looking at you, you still got to do and obey the word of God. It said behaving honorably with personal integrity and moral courage. Verse 17, so that the man of God may be complete and proficient, outfitted, thoroughly equipped for every good work. That's what the word of God will do. That's what the written word of God will do. It will equip you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. To put you on an out, in an outfit. Glory to God that people will know that you are of God. Proverbs 13, 18 in the American Standard Version. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuses correction. But he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. Glory to God. Obey and be honored. Number four, right quick. The written word of God is for training. I say the written word of God is for training. To bring to a proper, this is what it means, 
to bring to a proper and desired state of fitness. So we, we, we talking about in the written word of God, when we talk about fitness, we talking about spiritually fit. Glory to God. We, we work hard, glory to God, to get this body fit. And, and we train every day to get this body fit. But I want to ask you the question, what are you doing for your spirit, man? Hallelujah. What are you doing for your soul? Glory to God. You getting this body all shaped up and fit. Hallelujah. And your soul and your spirit, man, is being defeated because you're not applying them to the word of God, the written word of God. It's to bring, bring us to a proper and desired state of fitness, spiritually fit. Glory to God. See, we got to learn to live in conformity to the word of God, to the written word of God, both publicly and privately, behaving honorably with personal integrity and moral courage. Hallelujah. Let's look at two scriptures and we'll close. In verse in First Timothy 4, 8, the NIV, it said, for physical, for physical training is of some value. Bodily exercise is of some value. But godliness has value for all things. Godliness have value. Godly fitness have value for every area of your life. Holding promise for both the present life that's here on this earth and the life to come. That's when Jesus come back to take us away. Verse 9. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Glory to God. Is your body being fit and your soul and your spirit is weak and lacking and malnourished because you're not feeding and applying the written word of God to your life? Glory to God. There's nothing wrong with being bodily fit. But it is something wrong when you focus on your body and allowing your spirit and soul to lose out. Because that's where you are defeated at. In your soul realm. Glory to God. I said you are defeated in your soul realm. And in your spirit man, without Jesus, without the word of God, there's no life. Hallelujah. You want to be a winner? Get the written word of God into your soul so that your mind can be renewed and live like God. Hallelujah. Proverbs 22, 6 in the Amplified Bible. Hallelujah. And this is for your children. Glory to God. And you, you, and you believe this. If you train your child in the way that he should go, he won't depart from that training. Glory to God. But you got to start when he's very, very little. Glory to God. You can't wait till he get five years old. You can't wait till he get 
10 years old. You can't wait till he get to be a teenager and then try to train him. Glory to God, you got to train him. Hallelujah, while he's a baby and growing up. It said, train up a child in the way he should go, teaching him to seek God's wisdom and will for his abilities and talents. For his abilities and talents. Train him up in the way that he should go. Train him up in the written word of God. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I thank, I, I thank God for this word. I thank God for his written word. Glory to God. So I thank God that this, this message would be a blessing to the hearers. Hallelujah. And that it would be profitable in their lives through the written word of God. In Jesus' name, until we meet again, be blessed, prosperous, healthy, and whole. In Jesus' name, amen.